You are now listening to Out of This World, a podcast with Rashad Wisdom. Episode two of Out of This World. We hope you enjoyed episode one, but now we're back. I am Sean here with Rashad Wisdom. Yo, and we're back, man. How was your week? Smooth. Smooth. <laughs> it went smooth. smoothly. Smooth week. Did you get any feedback back from the first podcast? Were people angry? People they- loved it. Before before the first video, people was hitting me up talking about they was waiting on it. Like, it, I guess people really want to, you know, really want to hear what we got to say. Well, cool. Cool. Well, listen, I wanted to get into uh, a couple of people here were asking, who is your favorite football player? And then who is your favorite NBA player and why? Let's get into that. My first, my first, my first favorite NFL player ever is probably Ladanian Tomlinson. Ladanian Tomlinson? The GOAT. The GOAT? The The GOAT goat of safety? No. Running back, the goat. Period. A lot of people don't remember Ladanian Tomlinson, and then I, I bet you a lot of the people who are who are listening to this podcast or people in high school probably don't really even know who Ladanian Tomlinson is. Well, they need to go look it up because that's the goat for but sure. He went to TCU, right? He went to TCU, played with the Chargers for his whole life. Went to the Jets for a little bit, came back to the Chargers for a day, and retired. When I think of Ladanian Tomlinson, I think of fantasy football gold. When I was playing fantasy football, he was the man. He was like the first running back who caught the ball out of the backfield. He's a legend. So, so that's why. So, j- what what drew drew you to Ladanian Tomlinson? <laughs> Honestly, I have no clue. I just, I don't know. He was just always somebody. I was like, man, he's like the coldest. Like, he's the goat. Like, he's my goat. For me, it was a uh, it was Brian Dawkins. So that's why I was number 20 in high school. And I remember I used to watch uh, YouTube videos of him. And he would, like, be, like, making tackles and he would snap and get up. And the thing I loved about him was he never cussed. So he was, like, he was like a Christian. <laughs> He's a good guy. So he would just get up and he'd be like, come on, dog on it. <laughs> and always say, dog on it. He's like, was, he's like Coach Brothers. Yeah, I just thought it was cool, <laughs> man. Like, yeah, you know what? I like that guy. Nah, now now I would definitely say Tyron Matthew. Oh, yeah. he's my He's my defensive GOAT. Well, he's undersized, right? He's he's like me. He's my same stature. So, so when you were getting recruited uh, by Frank Wilson, mm-hmm. didn't he bring up uh, Tyron Matthew? He did to kind of get you to to come around. He to did. he told he told me he told me I play like Tyron Matthew, and I was sold from that point on. Because he actually recruited Tyron Matthew. He did recruit Tyron, and the story with that is crazy. Because I was what he said was that they nobody even wanted him. Because he was small. Because he was small, they nobody nobody wanted him. But you know he's like he's like no, this dude is a baller. Nobody wanted him. Then he went to LSU, said we need to get this dude, and then the that's, rest is history. So that's the thing. Like, uh, how many schools told you during the recruiting process when they watched your film and all that they loved what they saw in the film, and then they'd see it and be like, oh, we wish you were six foot. You don't even know how many times I heard it. Like, and to me, like honestly, none of that none of that means anything. Like. The height, how much you weigh, how fast you are, like it means something. But at the end, at at the end of the day, it means absolutely nothing to me. Is who knows how to play football? Like some of the coldest dudes I know are are short. 
I don't, and especially at safety. Exactly. So I don't know how they they implement this this standard of oh can't recruit him unless he's six foot at safety, and it's like you're five ten, five eleven, and they're like oh no, that inch really matters. Yeah, I, I, there's an article back in high school that said like even with the stars too, like none of that matters. But even with the stars, they said you know they had me at five ten, but they said if I was two inches taller, I'd be a four star. Like how does that correlate? <laughs> like you feel what I mean? Like yeah, that, none of that means anything. But that th- this is the type of things that high school players have to hear now, so they understand to keep playing and not get down on themselves because they're five ten and they can't find a way to stretch to six. Yeah, look at the end of the day, play football, be a football player. None of that matters. The real, 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 the real people gonna find you. And yeah, then, none of that matters unless we're talking about the next thing. Who's your favorite basketball player? <laughs> LeBron James for sure. League Le God, the the goat, the king. Well, why why LeBron James? He's just so dominant. He's been dominant for years. So is KD not dominant? Nah, dominant. KD's definitely dominant, but you know, just for me in my eyes, LeBron is the one. So what makes? And I'm sorry. What makes KD dominant? KD's I'm, dominant. KD's dominant from you know just he he's cold too. Like don't get me wrong. Like he's definitely like you know what I mean. But yeah, but dominant's not cold. That so where has KD dominated? Is not it has been the championship. It ha- certainly wasn't when they played Nigeria the other night. <laughs> Did he dominate the stat sheet? Now I'm not saying that he's not a great basketball player. I'm yeah. just saying I I probably lean LeBron too, just because he's dominated as far as like making it to championship. He dominated the Eastern Conference for years. Just, it was like a ten year run where they couldn't get to the Eastern Conference championship without beating LeBron. He's been consistent with it. And the thing is he got in there when fresh out of high school. And he's but, been doing it ever since. And I I guess so. I guess that's that's the easy way who to go. Your, who is your basketball goat? Michael Jordan? I mean, well, the well, he's not my he is the basketball <laughs> goat, so we could stop there. But for me, <laughs> <laughs> it would probably be somebody more like Eddie House. See, that's the thing. I don't even know who that is. See, nobody knows <laughs> Eddie House. And that's why I'm here to represent for Eddie House. Eddie House played for the for the uh the the Celtics, right? And he wasn't even a starter. He would come off the bench. But Eddie House, he was that player that would come in and he was just all over the floor. He's diving for everything. And it's like the game became ugly every time he was in. And he would just hit random threes. And and it was just like, man, they the game was so smooth. And then he gets in. All of a sudden, the ball's all over the ground. People are diving at each other's knees. Eddie House, man, you got to remember Eddie House. And if you don't, if you get an opportunity, you got to look back on Eddie House's career. He's a, he, he's a trailblazer. He he blazed his own trail for the hard working guy who's short. He was little. Still got it done. Still got it done. Still got it done. Well, I'm about to go check him out because I still don't know who he is. Eddie House. The future. Well no, he's the past. <laughs> he's very much so the, the past. But but so so when it comes to, to who you are, I got another question here. It says, What kind of music do you listen to? Oh, pre-game Jay- and what kind of music do you listen to just everyday life well i'm gonna let this be known j cole is the goat hands down j cole so- j cole is the goat but um somebody else asked me this a while ago too um it really just depends on my mood um i know one thing for sure before i go out into that field i'm watching the tyron matthew um uh his college highlights at lsu and i'm watching um him and um what's his name um, Jamal Adams. Nah, Kevin Clark. Him and Kevin, Kevin Clark's. Clark? Um, it, they're they're mic'd up when they won the Super Bowl. I'm watching both of those first, and then once once 
when when it's time to play, it just depends on my mood. Like I might bump some, might bump some little baby, wife and Lucci, mm-hmm. um, um, future, NBA young boy. Before I go out too, I will listen to my window by NBA young boy. That gives me my zone. Do you have any like rituals you like to do beforehand? Is there like a certain spray that you put in the air? Do you find chalking throw it in the air like <laughs> LeBron? <laughs> so, so um. My 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 past um hotel buddy Kalechi Wachuku. Nice. If you're listening, shout out to you, uh, Kalechi. If he he can attest to this, like in the hotel, I do not sleep in like get under the covers. Like can't I, sleep under I, the covers. I, I don't do it. Like I'm I, uncovered. Yeah, pretty much. Like <laughs> I, I, I'm putting on some. I, I always bring extra clothes with me, so I bring some some uh I bring some sweats and a hoodie. I'm sleeping on top of the bed. I'm not getting in because I don't know who's been in it. I don't know what's happening in the bed. So I'm so staying on top of it. If I'm Kalechi, that means my ritual is that I don't sleep before games because I'm not sleeping next to somebody who won't get <laughs> under the covers. He's just going to lay there on his back, he just did. eyes eyes open. He would. He would. <laughs> eyes open. He would. <laughs> he would. He would look at me crazy. Like he actually like, bro, why don't you get under the covers? And I told him, and I mean. I mean, see, so that that's what's great about that. Because how long, how long do you notice something like this before you bring it to the person? Like, hey, why don't you get under the covers? Like, I, I'm sure he thought about this for a while. He probably asked his his uh, his group around him, his family, his advisor. How do I approach this? My roommate will not lay under the covers, and I can't sleep before games. Nah, he. I mean, he came up to be cool, like, bro. Why don't you get under the covers? I said, look, bro, I don't know what's in his bed, and he, I mean, you know, what I mean, he could, he couldn't, just, he could just respect it. Like, yeah, I feel that, bro. So, so you will. It's very unlikely that you'll get a hotel sponsor now. I'm <laughs> just saying, don't sleep in hotel beds. You never know what happened. <laughs> I just look. I just, I'm just a real. I wouldn't say clean freak, but. I don't know. I just I just don't trust it. But that's what that's what I do. That's it's comfortable for me. And like I'll go to sleep with some music in my ears, like headphones, and like I have a whole little playlist. Like I go to sleep to, and then I like to wake up. I like to wake up like an hour and a half before we need to like be be anywhere, like for breakfast or whatever. And like I'll go go either I'll get up and just chill, or I'll go take a shower, uh, stretch a little bit in there. But what what. Then, but once I once we once we eat breakfast and we come back up and stuff, then that's when I, my routine really starts. Like I'll go, I'll go take a shower. I'm listening to you know some good some good music. Um, okay, hold on, hold on. Let let's stop there. So a lot of people listening, they've never played Division One football. They've mm-hmm. never gone through a game week. So let's start from what a Thursday practice is like during the season when you got a game all the way through Friday, going to the hotel. What is the routine for a Division One football player starting from Thursday practice? So Thursday practice, um, we we're not we're not gonna we're not gonna hit we're not hitting like that at all. Uh, we'll go out there and probably like you know just we'll go out there in our pads and stuff, but we're not hitting we're not hitting like that. We're just going through like walkthroughs, making sure everything's cleaned up. You know, thing. Things are smooth. So you're fully padded, or are you just wearing nah, shorts? Just and sh- shorts and probably like our spiders, which are like just your shoulder pads, or nah, just the the foam the pads. Foam, the foam pads. So pretty much, pads. you're wearing like shirt and t-shirt and just like a little helmet. like foam pads, but you're wearing your helmet and just yeah. your jersey. 
it's really not intended for any type of like contact really nah. and you're just out there cleaning things up yeah, putting make, in the game plan yeah pretty much um or finalizing a game plan i should say yeah pretty okay. much um and then friday friday comes around and do you go to class Fridays and all that or what? Better go to class on Friday. Okay, so Friday is a, it's still you, a class you day. Better go to class on you Friday. Better go to class on Friday. Otherwise, you only go see follow so, in that Greece. So about what time do you guys start your 100% football on a Friday? Um shoot. Well, honestly, last season was different cuz you know, it was COVID and stuff, so it was just class online really, but um now well, so we'll do like our little Friday Friday walkthrough um, will we'll be, like, probably in the dome. You, it, we'll, we'll go to the dome before before the the hotel, and that's when we're really just going, like, not going through the motions. It's still, like, full speed, but, you know, we're just making sure everything's good. We know we know uh, the coverages and stuff like that. We know the communications. You we, probably do this, the special yeah, teams yeah, thing and call go, everybody out. Exactly. We're making sure everybody knows what they're doing. Um, then we go to the hotel. Uh, we go eat. Go eat um, where? Do you eat at the hotel? We, Do you guys all go to a restaurant? We're eating at the hotel. Okay. Eat, eat at the hotel, whatever they serving us. Usually it's pretty good though. Um, and then we'll have our we'll have meetings. We'll have position meetings. Uh, uh, de- uh, we'll have our defensive meeting, and then we'll have individual position group meetings after that. Nah, nah. The position the position group meetings are before. It's pretty much while we're eating. That's our position okay. group meeting. Okay. And then we'll have the whole like you know defense offensive meetings, and then um by that time it's uh what do we do? It's night night. Nah, it's you not. Night. Go night night. It's not night night. Oh okay. Um oh we'll watch we'll watch a team highlight. Oh yeah, I used to love that. So you watch it from the from the first week, right? Or the week, the week before? prior, yeah. yeah the okay, we we'll watch the team highlight. You know, kind of, kind of get things going, um, and then after that, we break, get our little snack, we head up to the room, and that's when I go sleep on top of the bed, don't oh, get in the covers, like, and that's when Kalechi <laughs> yeah. um, clutches that's his pearls Kelechi's to make look, sure he doesn't get assassinated, looking at, me funny, <laughs> looking at me funny, making sure I'm not, you know, doing nothing else. But um, and then after that, um, what is it? The morning of, so then you know we have breakfast. Mm-hmm. Um, What's we'll usually have, a breakfast? Scrambled eggs, grits. Honestly, I don't. I'm not a big fan of eating eat, breakfast eat, before nah, the game. Eat, yeah, just eating period on game day, like so. Like breakfast, like breakfast, I might get some because you know I'm waking up. We still have a lot of you know a good amount of time before we got to go to the game and stuff. So I'm gonna eat some, but usually I'll eat like a thing of fruit, like some oatmeal, like. And go and stay go, light. Yeah, go go about go about my day. Um, you know, Kawhi does that too. I watched a YouTube the other night about what he does on game day. You he says he doesn't like to eat. Before yeah, I really, I really, don't, I don't, don't want to feel heavy. Yeah, that's exactly what he said. But then you know, then after that, we'll have we'll have another meeting, like defensive meeting. We'll have special team meetings and stuff like that. And we'll go back up to the room. That's when my routine starts. That's when I get in the shower. I'm you know I'm vibing. I'm trying to you know feeling good. Trying to you know just ease everything. Um, I get out, stretch, put my clothes on, and you know we go back down for one last meeting as a team, and then we get on the, we load up on the bus, um, and then we go to the dome, and then after that it's you know, and then and then the rest is seen by everyone exactly. We get, who goes we to the game? It. We get into it. So that's so that's essentially the process of getting ready for a D one football game. Yep. Is from Thursday on, you're you're finalizing the game plan. Friday, you go to class. After class. You get back together with your guys, 
You guys go out to eat. You you go to the dome. You walk through it. You go out to eat after that uh, at the hotel, right? You do your meetings again to make sure you're mentally sharp. Saturday comes, you eat a little bit of breakfast, and from then on, it is strictly business. Saturday is a big mental day and t- all the way up until the game. Yep. And then, you know, after the games, uh, you know, go do what you do, and then Sunday you come back, uh, you know, recover. We have our – we go watch film and stuff, and then ha- uh, that's really about it. And then, you know, you have the rest of the day to relax, and we have Monday off, and then we right back into the, the work week. I think a big thing – uh, for the football season is recovery. Yeah, and for sure. you got to really focus on after these games immediately doing everything you can to recover to be healthy for the very next week. So with that, are there any supplements you take to kind of help you with that? Um, just protein? Yeah, just protein. I don't like to do all that extra stuff. We got to get you somebody I, I like who's pro- more of an expert. We need a we need a a a supplement <laughs> sponsor, someone who's an expert so we can make sure, you know, you're doing everything to recover, you know. And I mean, what are we doing fish oil? Like we yeah. don't know anything. Like that's really about it. Just protein and fish oil, but other than that, I like to, you know, get massage, get in the ice tub, get in the uh the the hot tub, um just stuff stuff like that, really like just stretching and taking care of my body in that way. Um, I, I feel like just doing the protein and maybe like fish oil here and there has been good for me, but it's really just, you know, massages, taking care of my body in that aspect. And then, you know, hydrating, that's hydrating is a big, is a big part. And I, and I learned that too. Mm-hmm. I used to cramp up real bad. Oh, you know what? I want to put this message out there. Cause okay. I used to cramp up every football game. Put so that message out there, boy. If you're like me or like I was, if you play high school football or college football, and you practice every day for two to three hours a day, and you never get a cramp, and then you go to the game, and you're cramping after the first play or so, I know what's wrong. Listen, I was you. I I was trying to figure this out forever. Like, man, I played three plays. I feel it start cramping. So one day, uh, we talked about the routine, right? We had a routine, too, and I had, like, a superstition. I always ate pasta because I thought you had to carb load. <laughs> this is before I knew anything about nutrition. Yeah. Although I got a game, I got a carb load. I got to make sure I'm heavy for the game. I mean, I would, like, overeat thinking I'm, like, carb loading. Mm-hmm. So we always ate uh, pasta. And at the time, I was a young man. I was very uh, impressionable. I used <laughs> to like to put sugar on my pasta. And I realized... So one day I was putting the sugar on my pasta and my teammate named Jamal Robinson played corner for us. He looked at me and he said, he was like, hey, bro, stop putting all that sugar in your pasta. It's going to make you cramp. <laughs> and I looked up and I noticed like for my whole life, four years of high school football, two years of college football, I would have random cramps during the game only. And I never understood why. And it was because from every level up, I would eat pasta and I would put sugar on it the day of the game. <laughs> Not good. Not good at all. Not good. So focus on your nutrition. Yeah. That that's the that's the the moral you of the story. You was not trying to take care of your body. You got to take care of your body and your. I mental. was carb loading. Okay. Got it. It's bulking season. I was bulking. bulking I've been in the, the longest bulk season of all. I've been bulking for at least six years. It's not good. I'm gonna do the cut eventually. <laughs> at some point. At some point, I'll start cutting. I've been bulking continuously. Team bulk. Thirty-two years of bulk. <laughs> Team bulk. <laughs> that's not good. You need. Got to take care of your body and your mental. Yeah, absolutely. 
Absolutely. So you want to talk about some mental health? How do you take care of your mental health with all the pressures of being a college football player, of all this helmet-to-helmet contact Mm -hmm. that you seem to be uh, (laughs) having and getting ejected from two games last year? But how do you handle the mental health side of it? It's a lot to it, honestly. Like, like, no – if you're not a if you're not a like a, a student athlete, no, they will you will never understand like what we go through and on a daily basis. Like we really work like a whole job and a half, you know, every day. Like and a lot of things can build up because there's a lot of pressure on you. Like you know what I mean. You got to perform well on and off the field. You got you know what I mean. You're in the spotlight because you know you're a college athlete. So you got to make sure you're doing right you know, when you go out and, you know what I mean? Just stuff like that. Like, you can't, like, for me, like, I can't just, I feel like you, I can't just, you know, just be, like, a normal kid or, you know what I mean? Like, I have to hold myself to a certain standard at all times. And, um, you know, all that pressure can wear on you. Like, it definitely wore on me this last season, especially with, you know, everything going on with Bryce. Um, Because, you know, at one point, you know, I'm finding, I'm finding myself, you know, depressed, anxiety these are all things like i've never even experienced before but all that stuff started hitting hard on me like like a train like and you know at one point i'm in my room by myself just just crying like just i'm like man i don't know what's going on like and you know people's telling me you need to go talk to someone you need to go talk to somebody but you know at the time i'm like man i'm not talking to nobody like i'm gonna just deal with it like i'm gonna just you know what i mean just do what i do i'm gonna go on with it but um miss marie one of our trainers uh, she she really she really helped me with you know opening up to people and you know and really reaching out for help. So you know, because at one point she's like, you need to go see somebody. You need to go see someone. I'm like I'm like Miss Marie, I'm not finna go see nobody. Like like I'm not finna go talk to nobody about my problems. Like I'm gonna just do what I gotta do. Like and then a couple, I would probably say like a week later, I was like I was like I'm gonna go talk to somebody. Like and I feel like that's just because you know sometimes you gotta just. One thing I feel like I've learned while being up here is that, you know, change change is going to happen. And, um, you know, all that's inevitable, but, you know, change can be a good thing. Because mm-hmm. for the longest, I didn't want to change. Like, just, you know, from just a life standpoint, like my friends, you know, things I'm doing and this and that, but... You know what I mean? Change is good. So, you know, I was, I started being open to it, and it actually ended up benefiting me in the end because, you know, just simply just talking to somebody and open up, you know, to someone that's a, that's actually going to listen. That's one thing, too. I feel like people don't do a good job of just listening. Like, if you, I feel like people got to learn how to just listen to just listen to stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Like, listen to what other people got to say and take in, you know what I mean, taking other people's point of view because everyone has a different point of view, and if you just learn to just – listen, like, just keep your mouth shut and just see what people got to say it really could open your eyes to a lot. So I feel like that's one thing that will really help me out was that, you know, I w- was open to it and actually did it and it really helped me out because, you know, I was going through it, especially with the season and stuff. Like, there's a whole lot of there's a whole lot of that builds up on you. But, um, you know, I would, I would definitely say don't be scared to tell people what's going on, like, and, you know, I think what really helped me with that, too, is having some real friends around me. Like, you know, Darius, Jalon, KB, uh, Jay Rice, you know, like, you know, what I mean, like there's a lot of other people I'm not I'm not saying either, too, uh-huh. you know, but 
um, that's kind of like my little circle. And, you know, I mean, there's really, there's really there for me, you know what I mean? And my worst time. And I think that's real important too. just having a good group of people around you. And, you know, especially like the team too, like the team, the coaches, like the whole, you know what I mean? Yeah. The coaching staff yeah. showed up big throughout the whole process. Yeah, You know what I mean? Like just having like real genuine love around you and like, you know what I mean? Like, cause there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of fake love, a lot of fake love that be out here. And like, you really got to, see what who's for you and who's not and really you know what i mean just really so i think i think one of the messages that that comes out of that when you're a football player and you're known for hitting people hard and that kind of thing <laughs> like there's there's two different things that there's there's toughness and then there's maturity yeah so a lot of times people don't want to don't want to speak about things or don't want to reach out for help because they think they're being tough yep. but to a certain extent you can be tough and then at a at a different level you got to be mature enough to, to go to people and reach out when you need help. So the thing is, don't don't be a tough guy all the time. Be a mature guy all the time and then yeah. find out when you need to be tough. Yeah. So I think sure. that's that's kind of the message that comes out of what you're saying. You got to be mature enough to, again, not always do what you want or get what you want, yep. but do what's best for you. What's best for you, for and, sure. And how, how great was it that, you know, you don't know what situation you're going to end up in at some point. But when you felt like it was best for you to be at UTSA and then something like this hits and you happen to be home, you're able to be at the hospital all the exactly. time with Bryce. Like it was the best thing for all of us. Exactly. And that's just kind of how it worked. Yeah, most definitely. And I'm glad that, like I said, like I said, coming to UTSA is probably the best decision I made. And that's for numerous reasons that I can't even think of. But and reasons we haven't realized yet. Because there's still more time to go. Still a lot of more time to go. Yep. And we're going to keep on. But I think this is a good stopping point. Yeah. So sure. until next week. This is out of out of this world. I'm Sean. And I'm Rashad. And we out. Yo. Yeah.